Welcome to Level Up Academy, the podcast that's dedicated to the higher education community that brings you countless stories of employees, students, and faculty's journey in this remote world we live in. We are expanding our podcast to business leaders and community experts who are sharing their story and adversity that each one of us experienced to inspire and inform our world. This is your host, Dr. Leland, a serial educator, an opportunities designer, and a compassionate leader. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Dr. Leland. Today, before we start with Ms. Rebecca Sars conversation with me with regards to how she overcame her own adversity and that she lives by the three mantras empower inspire and transform i wanted to talk a little bit about a growth mindset which is a belief that one's abilities and intelligence can be developed through effort and learning and some ways to cultivate a growth mindset would include setting a challenging but achievable goals think of a smart goal right then embracing failure as a learning opportunity rather than something that you just dwell on, right? Seeking out feedback and constructive criticism. Reflecting on one's own thought process, processes, and biases. Surrounding oneself with people who have a growth mindset, okay? Then let's talk about self-care. It's a practice of taking care of your physical, mental, emotional well-being. Here are some ideas for you. Eat healthy, right? Exercise regularly. I can actually, I need that. I don't even exercise regularly. It's like a last thought for me, but I should. I take my own advice, right? Getting enough sleep, setting boundaries and saying no when necessary. You don't want to burn out. Finding activities that bring joy and relaxation, like reading, meditating, or spending time in nature. Even just walking around your backyard if you happen to have a really nice backyard. Smelling the fresh air, looking at the flowers, right? And practicing mindfulness and gratitude. Maybe some of us need to talk to a therapist or a counselor if you need to. And that's okay. Go for it. We all need it. Mental health is as important, equally important as physical health, okay? It's also important to remember that self-care should be a daily habit and not just something that you do occasionally when you're feeling overwhelmed. Now, with that in mind, I'm actually hosting a free workshop on vision boarding. We have 11 months left after next week, really like Monday or Tuesday. We have 11 months left for this year. And last year, I have done so much in a year and I have learned so much in a year. And I reflected right on my journal on what I have done, what I have accomplished and what kind of adversities i went through a lot lots of deaths last year lots of health issues last year got covid last year my entire family got covid last year and i had self-reflection and i extrapolated all the positive things that actually went through my life and i'm sharing it to you guys to the world so that we can inspire each other Hopefully, I will see you on my workshop. It is free to sign up. Go ahead and down, type down L U A B 
as in boy, Y, D O C L E Y L A N as in Nancy D dot com and click workshop. Okay, let me repeat that. It's actually Lua, L U A B Y D O C L E Y L A N D dot com. And once you're there, go ahead and go to services and products, the drop down and all the way down, it says workshop, click on that. And you say, join us here. There's a button that says, join us here. It will take you exactly where to register uh, as an event, right? And it's going to be via zoom. So I hope to see you there. If you show up live, I will be having and providing a workbook for you. Okay. See you soon. And here is Rebecca Sar. Hello, Level Up listeners. This is your host, Dr. Leland. Welcome to another episode of Level Up. Today, I have a special guest. I know I always say that. I got to find another intro somehow to introduce my special guest, but they are all special in their own ways. Today, I have Rebecca. Rebecca, go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners. Hello, listeners. It's a pleasure to meet you all. My name is Rebecca Sarr. I am um, from originally from Liberia, West Africa. I migrated to the United States as a result of the Liberian Civil War in 1993. There were many people that died as this result. My cousin got shot multiple times, you know, and so many other relatives. But I was blessed to survive this senseless civil war. And when I came to the United States, my goal was to really focus on love and service. I don't take life for granted. I didn't feel that I was special. That's why I survived. So for that reason, I made sure I did everything that I needed to do. I earned my education, you know, like everybody else should be doing. That's what I was told. Um, got married. had two beautiful kids. A beautiful home, single family home. Until life took an unexpected turn when I got a divorce. Um, in that process, I um, had to sell the home, even though I moved to a very expensive area just so that we can expedite the process because I wanted to let my past be my past and move forward. During that process, I was paying more for rent than for my mortgage, but for some reason, we were unable to sell the house, even though we had three buyers, but we were able to sell the house and it was foreclosed. And I had this excellent credit. I worshiped plummet as a result. So it was it was really a dark moment in my life. So then, fortunately for me, I decided I can sit here and whine and do that baby party, or I can take full accountability for my life. So I chose, I asked myself one question. How can I change my disappointment into opportunities for others to learn and grow? So that's when I decided to focus on rebuilding my life. So then I um, focused on the holistic experience, which is incorporating your mind, body, and spirit. So just along that path, as I went through my journey, um, I realized that the, the most I could do was to help my children. 
not just my children, I had relatives in Liberia that were suffering, they didn't even have their basic needs, and I also have friends and others. So my goal in this life is just to help, to help empower, inspire, and transform. There's something in life that said, people change for three reasons, and I have the acronym called PII, and that's P, information, and inspiration. You know, when you get to that point where you say, I had enough. So for me, it was, I had enough pain. How can I change my pain into purpose for others to grow? So then, you know, change. If you have enough information, you are confident to make a change, or you are inspired, you feel inspired. But for me, it was a pain and a disappointment, but I felt that I should make it for growth and empowerment of others. And that's how I embarked on my journey. And since then, I have done, I have enjoyed so many successes. I have a nonprofit called Children and Youth Empowerment Initiative Inc. And we, the goal is to empower youth, children and youth, to education, growth opportunities. And then one thing is, that is very important is for people to give back. A lot of people feel that I have, I should just keep, 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 you know. But let me tell you something, you're not gonna take that to your grave. If you have something, no matter what, you must give back. So we want to start from the roots. And the children are our foundation. The children that we have today, when we raise them to, you know, give them opportunity, um, educate them, we have to teach them that accountability to give back. Because that's the quality of adults we are going to have in the future. And we want people who will be able to give back to the community as well as develop yourself, personal accountability. So that's the whole point of my initiative, um, my nonprofit. And then also I have a business, the Empowerment Initiative. The main focus, as you all know, is to empower people so that they can become their authentic self. And we each have a story. My story, everything that I went through have made me who I am today, and I'm so grateful. Even though that's not the life I planned, but then I realized that was truly meant for me. And I believe your story also can turn out to be a very fortunate um, story if you just open your eyes and enjoy the experience and use your struggle for opportunity to grow and help others as you develop. Because each and every person, no matter who you are, your social class, your economic, you know, your your connections, whether you're poor or rich, you are going through something. Each and every one of us going through something. But the most important thing is, what are you gonna do? That's what's gonna make a difference. So that's why I'm here to share my story and help you create that beautiful story at the end that yeah. I enjoy every day. I'm just so thankful to have the opportunity for a second chance to live and to give and to grow and to continue to enjoy this beautiful life that I have been presented with. Amazing. I love it. There's so many things that I want to talk about within that, like the adversity that you have to go through 
before that family life and then family didn't work out you know in the, the terms that you want but you like you said you didn't just stay there you basically said okay enough is enough I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna do something about it but now that you have something done something about it you're like you know it's time for me to give back and that's a beautiful thing because we need more people like you who gives back that's what I'm trying to do is to inspire people to give back to their community you don't have to be rich to give back your time actually is more more valuable than money because money you can always earn more you cannot earn time once you lose time you lost it right and so being intentional on what you want is great I'm going to segue that conversation with you know what traits and skills do you feel are most important to you to become who you are like how did you pivot from I'm just having so much issues now. And our family life actually affects our professional life. It's just like people like, oh, you have to leave it behind when you're at work. You can't because it's part of you. But it's just a making a decision of compartmentalizing like this is my issue at home. I'm going to stay, keep it at home. And this is my professional life. I'm going to keep it in this professional life. But for you, you actually got that negativity to fuel who you are today and enjoying your life where you're at. But what kind of traits and skills do you feel are the most important for my listeners to get from you? So just to make sure I got your question correct. Sure. What kind of traits do you think I had that helped me navigate through my yep. challenges? Yep. Um, so for me, my source and my provider is God. So that's one thing that really helped me through the process. And to be honest, um, my true nature is to nurture and to help. But prior to that, I was more like a reactive person. I was trying to make everyone feel good, please everyone, you know, make sure everything was okay. Then I realized that that was not, that was counterproductive. So the trait that I believe was helpful is being responsible responsive in other words instead of being being more in a proactive and uh, responsive way as opposed to reactive so now I say I'm not just going to you know give you something they said there's a there's a parable that says give somebody fish will come back to you but if you teach them how to fish mm-hmm. then they will continue to fish so for me going through my adversity was um just being grounded and taking full accountability, no blames whatsoever. No one has that much power over you unless you allow them to. And if you want to change your life, you must change the way you think. So my focus was, okay, what's going to give me result? That's honestly what happened. I can sit and why, or I can do something about it. And in the process, while helping myself, I can help so many others. So nobody has to go through the struggles that I went through. And that was my motivation, my inspiration, every day to wake up and say, you can make a difference in your life by just focusing on the result. What's going to help me? How am I going to solve this problem? So just being focused and very clear. You can sit and complain all day. That's not going to give you results. But focus on what you want and how you're going to get it. That's the most important thing. Take full accountability. Once you establish that clear focus, things will start adding up. And do one thing at a time. For me, just doing one thing at a time. Before I become overwhelmed, like, oh my God, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, and all of that. 
but now just one step at a time. Because Rome was not built in one day. It's every little step over time and make a tremendous, you know, effect on your lifespan and you will see the difference. Just one step at a time and being consistent about it. And like I said, as you know, I am a huge advocate of the holistic experience. Every day you take care of your mind, your body and spirit. Make sure you feed your mind at least 30 minutes to an hour every day about something. Be very intentional. Intentional living is huge. Every day you feed your mind with something that's going to help you to wash your goal, whatever it is that you want to achieve in life. The next thing is your body. That's huge because you can have all the good intention. If you're not feeling what you stick, that's not going to help you. So make sure you nourish your body and reduce your stress level and all of those things. Your spirit. We do not exist in vacuum. There is a reason why we're here. And then you just know that being grounded and creating that relationship with others make a huge difference because we are all in this together. Yeah. So those are the things that help me. I like the intention because that's what I always tell people too. It's like if you want something right in your life, stop talking about it, write it down. Then ask yourself, how am I going to get there? Right. Just like if you don't have a car, but you have to go to work, how are you going to get there? Obviously, you can't walk, you know, 20 miles or 10 miles and be there on time and still work. You'll be tired. So you might have to take a bus. You might have to ask your friends to do carpooling. Right. You're always trying to find ways to get there. The same thing, I think, for your goals is what you're saying is you need to make sure that you know what you want. Ask the right questions for yourself. Then take baby steps of how to get there and don't go all over the place because that's what we do with humans. Our brain is like, I could do this, I could do that, I could do this, I could do that, I could do this, you know. And you're like, at the end of the day, you actually didn't do anything <laughs> because like you're all over the place. So yes, I I love it. I love the intentional um, mental capacity of like making sure you have that list. But for you personally, how did you start your your nonprofit, and how is that going today? Okay, so. The way I started my nonprofit again, the, the intention was because I really wanted to impact and influence the world. And I know that I couldn't, you know, impact the entire world, obviously. But I say, you know, if I can start somewhere, because it's one, like what you just said, baby step at a time. So I said, how can, because about um, the COVID and the post the, how the kids were behind and all of that. And there were just so many other issues. You know, parents having issues with their kids falling behind because of the COVID and all of that. And I saw that kids really needed that support. So I decided, I said, you know what, we can start, you know, online tutoring program. At first we started at the local library, but, you know, it was kind of inconvenient with the COVID and everything. So then we decided to do it online. But the, the goal was to just, help these kids and someone that were just so you know enthusiastic and just willing to learn and, and solve things so then you know that's the reason why i decided i said if we can empower these kids we can educate them and not just educate them provide this opportunity for them so we can be on a level playing field and then we can also teach them to give by because i'm going to be surprised even adults they don't they don't have for some reason they don't believe that you should be giving. They think it's your wish, your 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 
time mm-hmm. to begin with. But how would you feel if you're doing well and everybody else around you not doing so well? You know, and would you take that whatever wealth you're accumulating, would you take that to the grave? Because I was having a conversation a couple of weeks ago with someone, a professional. He said, you know, that's a waste of time because you should be focusing on making profit, not on, you know. It depends on your goal. People over profit for me, for sure. Yeah, I mean, profit, I mean, obviously for me, you know, definitely, you know, having that balance, because life is a balancing game. I'm having a balance, your financial, because I don't want to be worried about finances, obviously. But charity and mm-hmm. non-profit is huge. Mm-hmm. That is part of it. You cannot take that money or that wealth to your grave. Mm-mm. So that's why you have to give it out. There's the power, you know, in helping others. Because at the end of the day, people don't really care how much you have, how much you know, until they know you care. Yeah. And that makes a huge difference, mm-hmm. you know. So just ready, focusing on that and just helping these kids since they're so young, helping them, instilling those values in them. You should be personally accountable, you know, take full accountability for your life, educate yourself, but then don't forget, give back. Because each and every person is valuable and we each has the opportunity to be leaders, right? Yeah. In our era of gifting. Mm-hmm. So once you realize that, know your zone and stay there. So to me, that's the most important that's the reason why to just help children become aware because we want to have a society where we all can help each other to have that community who can work together and not be so self-centered and selfish all the time. Yeah. Do you think, do you think that's cultural? Um, it's part of culture. And for some reason, people believe that somehow they're losing when they're giving, but it's joy and fulfillment when you give, mm-hmm. you know, for me, right? Like for instance, when a parent, I speak to this parent, they say, you know, the tutors, are, you know, where I am, my local community, you know, Ryder University, they believe they're huge on community and helping the youth. They said, they're like the highlights of my week. You know, like the tutors, the college students, they help to tutor. And the parent tell me, my kids look forward to this because they're like the highlight of their week. They actually look forward to interacting with because the the grade level is from grade one to eight. So when they speak to college students and they talk to them, they interact with them, whatever they learn from them, for them it's huge. It may seem insignificant to someone looking. Yeah. For these children, that's huge. It is. That's what they aspire to be someday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So just that, it touched my heart to know that, you know, it's making a difference in their life and they look forward to that. That's amazing. That is actually really amazing how you set that up. Now, what about your career that inspires you to keep going? So, the thing that inspires me to keep going is to know that I am living my authentic self. This is who I am. All along, I was trying to be, you know, big and strong because being this way, the way I'm living right now, this is my authentic self. And just going, you know, I can do my job. I can do charity. I can empower, inspire. This is who I am. I was made for this. So just having that opportunity before, just because I'm by myself right now, but I have friends, obviously, but not being, you know, 
with someone to make that decision, but just doing it on my own. So whoever comes in my life will know that this is who I am. Either you like who I am or you don't, and that's totally fine with me. Yeah. But just having that opportunity because I didn't think I was going to have that opportunity. If I didn't have the circumstance that happened to me, I would not have, I would have just been like everybody else, just going to work, come back, you know, and nothing else. But the, the chances that I got to be who I am, to serve, to empower, to see that I can actually influence in a way that would help change the trajectory of our community is a blessing. And I'm so thankful. That's and so that's amazing. Every day. Yeah. Now, if you were, let's say, for example, obviously you own your own nonprofit, but let's say that you have a team, right, with your nonprofit and you're growing and you're scaling and you're the business leader, what do you think leaders can do to promote success in their team, right? Now you're talking about adults, not the children anymore who you served, but what do you think the leaders like yourself can do to promote success in your team? Okay. So, you know, that I'm, I'm actually, because I do have team. We have a leadership team. I'm so thankful to all my leadership team. You know, you guys are amazing. Each <laughs> other out. But, you know, some of the things that um, leaders can do to really help um, the team is um, just being very open to change, um, being very clear about what you want, expectations of the members, um, and then knowing the value of each and every person and knowing that, you know, for instance, one person is into technology and this other person is into academics and all of that. So you knowing those strengths, helping to develop those strengths so that they can become their best self. Because when the goal is a win-win, when you see that you won, I won, then we are in a better place to develop and grow. So it suggests really pay attention and listen and and help to develop these people because when you develop them and they know that they're benefiting they're winning they're going to do for you and also very important is to promote a collaborative culture as opposed to competition mm. because yeah because when you just focus on competition who's doing better than this and who's doing better than that and people will become very withdrawn because they feel that they're losing so the goal is that Stephen Covey said it's a win-win situation to create a win-win community, I mean, a culture in your group, you must um, build on people's strengths, okay? You can't keep focusing on the weakness because that's just going to, you're going to lose from that. But if you build on the strength, you're going to produce the more outcome. And that's the goal of, that should be your goal, to see how can we produce it's such that it's quick and we can be more efficient, in other words, as opposed to trying to continue to work on the negative side. It's not going to take you anywhere. Mm. Because when you work on the strengths of people, you give them more confidence and they will want to work more. Yeah. Obviously, if you continue to develop them and they know that you're there for them, they will want to do more as opposed to manipulating them to do things that's as in competition. Yeah. Because they will only do things for you when you in their face. In your bike, they won't do it. But when you prepare people to be leaders, whether you're there or not, your organization will continue to run. Yeah. Because they have that confidence and they 
have their reason why. They have a why. Why they're doing something. So they'll be motivated, self-motivated, as opposed to manipulation. Yeah, and you have to push them to, like, do things. You're like, I can give you this if you get this. Like, you know, having your children, like, if you do your homework today and all of it, I'll get you an ice cream. Like, you know what I mean? Um, what, what, what is it going to do for you? How, you know, what is it going to help you? What is, what is your reason? You know, what's their motivation? Yeah. To do their homework. And right. And how is that going to cause them or maybe not have because of that? Yeah. If they establish the reasons, then... You know, you don't have to continue to force them to do so things. And yeah, I, I work with my kids right now. Actually, <laughs> it's your life. Yeah, <laughs> your life. How old are your kids? <laughs> my kids are teenager and actually already a young adult. Yeah. Okay, so mine's um eighteen and adult. fifteen. I have an eighteen and a fifteen year old. Actually, I have a 21-year-old now and a 15-year-old. Yeah, we have 15. The back talk, the sass, the, you know, (laughs) it's coming for those parents out there that are doing this. Uh, That's a different conversation for sure. But that is so good to actually hear other business leaders saying, hey, make sure that your team, um, you have the right expectations and be transparent with them because they will work for you with or without you in their presence rather than you actually if oh the boss is here and now they're working if the boss is not there they're not well with remote work there's nobody there watching you it's either you do your output or you don't right and you'll see the results whether they do work or not and and i'm glad that you actually mentioned that because that is something that a lot of people like you said are more into profit rather than people focused and i think if you focus on your people the profit will come because they're motivated to do work it less p you know less payout that you have to do for any other things and and things like that now i have a last question in this conversation i watch a like a recording for a dalai lama and he said change begins within you use compassion to change your world and ultimately our world so rebecca how do you hope to change the world? So, like you said, change starts from within. So the way I hope to change the world is to just make one change at a time. And like we said, we start from the, from the roots forward. So one person, we can focus on that one person and change and go to the next person and so forth. So, because, like, as we were saying, that change, we have three reasons why I call it a P-I-I-I. So, P, information, and inspiration. So, because of that, we really just want to focus on what is important for that change to occur. Because if you don't change, then... It might result to something that it might be counterproductive. So the focus is change one at a time, one baby step, and just be very consistent about it. Because, um, like I said, leaders leadership is just influenced by inspiration, not manipulation. So everyone can be a leader in a specific era of gifting. And each of us came on this earth with a specific gifting, gifting. So it's just up to us to de- determine what it is and just focus on that. So just knowing that and focusing on that change one person at a time. 
that's how I'm going to impact. So what I think about myself is empower, inspire, and transform. If just one person can be inspire, empower, and transform, I think I'll have done my work. Yeah. And I think you're giving back to your community. And I think it's a win-win plan as well, because not only your heart is full of, you know, gratefulness to see the the change within somebody that you're trying to be intentional, but also that student that you're helping can change their world as well, right? Because sometimes some, some kids do not have the support system they need at home. Not because their parents are bad. It's just that sometimes their parents are not even educated. They can't speak English either, right? And they need that extra boost. And for you to say, don't worry, I got you. I have someone for you that can help you. That makes a boosted confidence that no one can buy on a child. No one. Um, So that's actually because I grew up with no parents. So I know how that feels. Yeah. So I think the motivation has to come from you or you get left behind. And and I'm lucky enough that I have family members that can catch me if, if need be. But I didn't have mom and dad growing up. It's just my grandma. So I had to motivate and self-motivate myself. And I think I was trying to prove education as something that maybe if I'm really number one on everything, my parents will come home. Uh, that never happened. You know, and that but because that was my foundational as a child, I seem to just continue it in adulthood, you know, like I'm still in school. Yeah. I can totally relate to that because I grew up from a background where, you know, I'm from a very humble background. But for me, that was, I was conditioned to, to believe that when you educate, the more education, that's it, you know, it's going to be success and everything will be better. But there is more to that. There's always greater in between. Yeah. Yeah. It's how do you apply because that you learn something today it could be outdated in months. Yeah. But application is key. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Learning and applying, you know, is key. And just... Yeah, because we can do theory all day long. Literally, you don't need universities. You can go to Google, okay, and learn everything from YouTube and Google. You don't need a degree for that. It's just like we are needing that application. Now that we know the theory, now that we know who started what, how are we going to use that so that we can be employable, right? That's what my goal is. You're starting on the kid's side. I'm starting on the adult side. I think we'd be good partners for sure. <laughs> I, do, I do work with adults too. Yeah. But I guess right now it's um, the kids is more focused because they demand a, a little bit more. But yes, I do also work um, with adults just helping them to become their authentic self, you know, to uh, inspiration, Um, empowerment, transformation. So to find themselves, basically, uh, what their gift is. Yeah, that's... Exactly. Because you want to go far. If you want to go fast, you go alone. But if you want to go far in life, go together. Mm -hmm. So that's the objective. So that's the African proverb. You know, you want to go fast. To do something, go alone. But if you want to go far in this life, go together. So be a community. So, yeah, definitely. Okay, Rebecca, let's go together. <laughs> we can't go fast because we're going to crash, right? We, I can't yeah, even drive yeah, fast yeah, anyway. Yeah, no, we're, we're, we're going to partner up. And we're going to go as slow, as fast, as medium <laughs> as we can yeah. get them. But together, yeah. right? Together is stronger. It, you're right. Building a community yeah. is not so easy. That's yeah. Right. That's right. Definitely. You know, a lot of people don't know where they're going. And they really need that guidance. On the surface, people may think that, yeah, I'm doing good and everything. Yeah. But you'd be surprised. A lot of people, they have no idea. No. 
No. Just having that support and just keep. We need more mentors, basically, for people. And I wish I did. Yeah. Definitely. So Rebecca is going to mentor you guys, if you're listening. (laughs) Um, That's for sure. That's a great one. Yeah. We have a lot to talk about. Yeah. (laughs) Now, to last minute, last... Last thing that you want as a message for the world to hear, the world is listening, Rebecca. What do you want the world to know about you? What I want the world to know about me is that I am here for the world to empower, inspire, and transform to your higher self. I'm here to to really um, help you find your strength and work with you to build on that strength because you were meant for greatness. My story had, you know, turned out to be such a beautiful story, not because I'm unique or special, but because we are in this together. When I found my calling, when I found that I was here, I, I was not hiding anymore to be somebody else, but I want to be Rebecca, who I am, to empower, inspire, and transform. When I decided to focus my energy on that, that's when I came alive, because that's what I was meant to be. People always ask me, how do you do it? How do you even talk to someone that is so not, you know, on your level or this, just so me? I talk to everybody, because a lot of times you see people on the surface, they may seem mean or not so open, but when you talk to them, there's a fragile part on them because they're trying to be like everybody else. They're trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. And they're not and really fitting in because that's not them. Yeah. Right. When I see those distinctions, I look look for them. So when I see people acting mean or angry or bitter, I know there's a soft part. And that's what I look for because I'm focusing on your strength to build you up. Because we are in this together. Mm-hmm. Each and every person, no matter what class, poor, rich, you know, happy, unhappy, whatever it is, we have some struggle. Mm-hmm. And we can grow together. Yep. Because together we are struggle. You so are. I'm here for you to empower so that you can become your authentic self. You hear that, everyone? Whatever it is for you. Yep. I love it. I love it. We're going somewhere together with this one. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you. Thank you. It's such a pleasure talking to you. And I look forward to collaborating with, with you more. And for your audience, I would say it was not a mistake that you came on listen to this uh, podcast because hopefully you can help someone too because that's my goal. If you are in power, you should empower somebody else. We will reciprocate and our world will be a better place. One person at a time. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. If you have any questions, email me at lua at leveluppbydocleland.com. Lua, L-U-A-B-Y-D-O-C-L-E-Y-L-A-N-D.com. It's open for consultations and courses will be offered soon. I will see you in my next episode. Stay connected, informed, and inspired. Until next time.